Yes. Stream though. Yeah, no, there wasn't any sound on the stream. Ah, that'd be why then. <laughs> I, I have de- I had decided not to put any more music on because that's that's what did it. So we're just gonna not talk about it. And let's let's wow. go, let's go here to the Will Window button and open up Will's window. Here we go. Nailed it. Ten out of ten. Hi, folks. Good morning. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into the Game of Set Play Itself podcast with myself. La tea maker. It's the coffee night. He'll be back. He's fixing his audio. And, of course, with us, it is the uh, Cinnamon Mocha, James Atkinson. Cinnamon Mocha? That's what I am today? Yeah. That's what you are today, the Cinnamon Mocha. Cinnamon Mocha. <laughs> I thought you said, like... Your mucca. I thought you said like cinnamon mucca. I'm like, is he combining two of the things? <laughs> <laughs> That's a mochaccino. Ah, yeah. <laughs> well, as we're going to hear my girlfriend scream from the other room since we're talking about it. It's like, just, just wait for it to come in. Welcome back, Chris. <sighs> Welcome in. It's the coffee night, ladies and gentlemen. And yet somehow Discord still has no capacity to maintain my voice. But you sound a lot less robo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cleaner, but it disrupts every three seconds. <laughs> well, who knows? Science. <laughs> Technology, folks. So on today's show, a couple of, couple of bits of a, of a content dump. I mean, we, we haven't really eaten or digested much over the few days so you know gonna be light on the dumping uh what we've been playing uh pimp house and shout outs if need be and then we shall let you get on with your day so um i mean i think the the biggest thing we should be talking about is thursday there was about four sort of mini presser events going on um horizon you know, Forbidden West, which looks fantastic. Um, then you had the new Dark Pictures anthology game coming out called The Room of Ashes, set in the Iraq, uh, the aftermath of the Iraq War, where uh, shit goes down. But it sounds like a familiar thing, a familiar monster is in this game. Um, and this is going to be potentially a bit spoilery here. So if you if you haven't played Until Dawn, and you do care about Until Dawn and what's happening in it, I will give you a, a, a three-second countdown before I say who I, what I think is the monster in it. Okay, so we go. Three, two, one. The Wendigo's are back. There you go. You can, you can now come back to us. Right. It won't be, it won't be a 10-foot vampire lady, no. Damn. No, she, she, she's too busy streaming these days. Damn, that face damn, damn. I know. Uh, it's a shame, isn't it? Uh, we, we also had Sega. Sega about a new Sonic game and the remastering of Sonic Colour. And uh, Dying Light 2 was broke cover in a series very reminiscent to the Nightwire series that um, CD Projekt Red were doing in the lead up to Cyberpunk 2077. 
That goes which, by the way, excited and worried. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's like um, concern. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, we 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 have you guys played Dying Light? Yes. Nope. So James will know the ragdoll effects and some of the silliness you could do with the zombies. Yes. Kicking is a lot of fun. Blowing the tanks up of the hazmat zombies and they go flying up into the air and causing a little little red blood explosion. Is you know, was a, was one of the highlights for herself. Um so I want to try and keep that. Because that's what helped make it fun. The silliness of the zombies fit the physics of the zombie, you know? I hope that isn't lost, because that was part of the charm of the zombie games at Techlandu. Yeah. So it's quite a... I hope so it, gonna say. I was going to it's got to take a note from Yakuza. It can be serious, but it can have those few comedic elements in it and make it fun. And make it fun. You just can't be all just like, I'm super serious game or that's super serious all the time. I just remember the, the, the mission with the guy's mom. <laughs> Which one? The, the one where you go actually meet her and it's like this, 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 this like pillow and a bucket with a face paint. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to flash back of that Oh, it's amazing. So they need to they need to keep that in this. And yeah, I can I see if you can like play off gangs and you know you make choices which gangs you want to be with compared to the other ones and so forth. So there's a lot of ambition in there. I just hope they follow it up. Yeah. And and to be honest, they could just really take some of the systems, improve on take the existing system, improve on it, and re-release and release it with better graphics, and I think everybody would be okay with it. Because it was a solid game. Um, it it, it, it kind of came out at the time where, like, just after... Um, what the hell is the name of the game? I'm thinking the parkour game. Uh, Mirror's Edge. Yeah, it, it's got the very... It's, it's a Mirror's Edge feel with more action. Mm. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, and I, I noticed they've kept that, but they, they've added more animations for parkour. So, like, uh, has about three thousand different animations for parkour. I know you could do that much animation in parkour. <laughs> Same here. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see. There was one thing that that made me laugh out loud as a piss take from that. They were on about how if you haven't played Dying Light, you can now get a thing called Platinum Edition of Dying Light. Okay. Now, they did say about a hefty discount on it. If you like PlayStation Plus member, for example. But do you want to take a guess how much it costs now for, for, the, for the Platinum Edition with all the DLCs in it without a discount? No. <clears throat> If I told you 95 quid, would you believe me? About what? Yeah, 95 quid for a game that's been out, what, six, six, seven years now? Yep. I mean, that's a lot. Oh, a lot of them are just bundaroos. I'm looking at it on Steam. 
I, I, yeah, that I, to me that that made me scoff because it was just how 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 cheeky to try and sell a game with the DLCs that it did have for that price. If you don't have like, like PS Plus, it's just yeah, no, no thanks. Good job I've got it anyway. Um, so there, so yeah, that was that was those. Um, and we had some sad news, um, especially for you know Chris and James because a while back, and you can still see this on the the Tick Whip YouTube channel, which you have if you haven't subscribed to it, please do, because there's many many quality videos up on there. Um, the the legend of Gub Gub Boogles. Pigeon dating simulator Hatofu boyfriend is leaving Android, iOS, and PS Store in June. It was a good run. It's an absolute travesty. Have a moment of silence. A gub. There we go. Right. Because <laughs> 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 the very simple reason is the contract just ran out. That's that's all it is. Hopefully they'll get a new contract and they'll be back. But you know, for now. <laughs> They'd also just be very lazy and not, you know, that's also an option. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't blame them if that's the case. That being said, you can buy it for $9.99 on Steam or $25 on Steam. And uh, yeah, just enjoy it that way on your computer, like most dating sims are supposed to be. There's also yep. Boyfriend Dungeon, which I think is like the action roguelike dating sim where your boyfriends are your weapons. That sounds about right. Isn't there one called, uh, oh, is it something along the lines of, would you save girls in a dungeon or something? Uh, would you pick up chicks in a dungeon? That's the one. Yep. Is it wrong? A surprisingly to pick up... good show. Is, is it like? Yeah. Is it wrong to pick up goddesses in a dungeon? Or just get Dream Daddy? Like, let's be real. That's that's. It has a corgi with a bandana in it. <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> or arcade spirits, if you like that sort of thing as well. That's in the same genre. Or you could go you could go a completely different route that um Geo is is trying for purely scientific reasons, hentai versus evil. <laughs> okay, yep, yep. Purely scientific. Purely scientific. I mean <clears throat> how they got the chicken to wear a tie, I really don't know. <laughs> they painted lots of seed. They're like, come here, come here. I mean I had to beat um I had to beat um, Honey Pop 2 for science. I beat it so you don't have to. There were tits. <laughs> <laughs> they have a censored version where everybody's in bikinis, but, you know, that doesn't stop the moans. <laughs> nope. Just the news are going like, yeah, mm, yeah this, this, this just makes this R-rated instead of, you know, NC-17. If they come on a Steam sale, 
they come on a steam sale, so will you. Uh, I need to add the uh, that that to the soundboard. I can send you the MP3. Oh no! I I should I should have just had the uh, I have the Markiplier. You right, but so I just been like done that. You You, right? You right? (laughs) You right? (laughs) You right? Uh, That's the that's the next uh, that's the next thing we need to add for channel points is you right, and I have General Kenobi's hello there. (laughs) Yes. Oh, hello there. And uh, finally, in the dump, uh, Dragon Quest Twelve takes the long-running RPG series down a darker path. Um, plus, there's an uh, Oct- Octopath Traveler-esque remake of Free, an offline Dragon Quest Ten, and so much more apparently coming. An mm-hmm. offline Dragon Quest Ten. Mm-hmm. Dragon Quest Ten was online. Apparently. Uh, let's have a look at what they say from Figme from the Euro game. It was an MMO. Dragon Quest. It was 2012. And apparently it's on Nintendo Switch. It's being transformed into a cute offline game. No. Yeah, so it's short. Lots of Dragon Quests on the horizon. Now, what are they like, James? What are they like, Chris? Have you played them at all, any of your Dragon Quests? Yes. The um, What is the Dragon Quest that came out most recently with the guy who looks like Trunks? Dragon Ball. Yes. Uh, I think that was actually Dragon Quest. Uh, Dragon Quest 11? 9? 11? 11. Nine? I have eleven. Yeah, one of those. Bueller, Bueller, Dragon Quest Nine. So it's Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. I have forty hours into it. Um, it is. It is. It, it's a JRPG. It's very much a JRPG. Um. It's very interesting. It, it's a good JRPG. I like it. The story is very in, is very interesting. They kind of take like the the uh, story that like you're the chosen one and kind of turns it on its head a little bit. So they have like the story, and you learn I'm, what I'm about to do. I'm going to spoil the first hour of the game of a sixty to eighty hour JRPG. Is everybody okay with this? Oh, go on! You twisted my arm. That's that's been around since um, it's it's been around long enough that it has a remaster, right? Yeah. So it came out in um, twenty eighteen. So, mm-hmm. all okay. right. So they have basically they have this 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 legend that like the darkness comes. The hero of light shows up, defeats the darkness, and everybody's happy. The turn standards standards so far. Uh, your character, main character, uh, voiceless, voiceless hero. So you're, you don't mm-hmm. have any voice. You don't have any voice. Um, is born 
Um, monsters attack the castle the night that you're born. Uh, you are escaped to find your way to a small village to raise there by people. They find you find out because of the tattoo, the birthmark on your hand, that you are the chosen hero. They're like, "Oh my God, you're the hero! You should go to the king." You go to the king. The king finds out, and the next thing you know, you're being thrown in jail because monsters have infiltrated all of the rulers and have turned the turned it. The reason why the darkness comes is because the hero is born. So if the hero is taken away, the dark or is, or is killed, the darkness never comes. So Not- it then becomes you trying to save the world while all of the major kingdoms it's supposed to be helping you are like working against you at the same time. Okay. And then kind of goes and then goes from there like you meet your old master, you meet his daughter who has a thing called that uses sex appeal as a as a tax. I am not joking, that is a thing. She's able to wear a bunny costume. All the female characters are able to wear bunny costumes. Um there's also a flamboyant swordsman that you get as well. Um that actually has you at one point uh, with all of his dancing troops and like feathers do this into a town and your character does that. And like everybody as they carry the, it's, it is a game that both takes itself. It's, it's a Yakuza game. It takes itself seriously, but also has ridiculously funny moments. Um, I think I've explained it on a previous podcast where there's a thing that they have. that's called like Pru Pru or it's basically a, a woman doing something sexual to you and it fades to black so yes main character walks into a store there's a is a girl in a dancer costume you know one of the um you almost imagine like that has like the silks and everything she goes you know we're known for giving the best pro around and you're the hero of light so we want to do this for you for free you go upstairs so you go upstairs and she goes like and then you're like, okay, you ready? Close your eyes. And you hear proof, proof, proof. Wow, that feels really good. And this is like the intro monologue. She's like, and you hear giggle, proof, 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 giggle, proof, 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 giggle. And then all of a sudden you open your eyes and this big muscular dude, the shirtless, wearing like the helmet with the horns on it. And it goes like, thank you for coming here. And the other girl's like, yes, this is our best proof, proof, proof person. And like your character then like goes outside and like the rest of the party wait outside like, wow. Man, you were in there a while. Hopefully you weren't doing anything weird or embarrassing or anything like that. You know, we're on a mission to save the world and there's not like there's a time difference or anything. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, like, "Hmm." and you can walk past this and it never happens. And it only happens because you go and you talk to me. I'm like, wow, game self-aware. I immediately love this. Um... Also, like the the remastered HD version is thirty dollars on Steam, with all the DLC wow. and stuff. See, not, there you go. <laughs> not over hundred bloody bucks. Yeah, not a hundred bloody bucks, and also it's a sixty to eighty hour JRPG. Nice, very nice. Is it turn based, or do you just are you able to just turn run based. around with twirls? Turn based. It is turn based. Um, it's hard too. Mm. Um, it's one of those ones that like. You kind of want to grind a little bit. Um, yeah, OP time. Yep. Yep. So you need to grind a little bit because, like, there are definite scale areas. Also for money. Because, like, it's one of those ones where, like, you when you go to a new area, there are better weapons. And those weapons cost a lot of money. And if you haven't been grinding, you don't have the cash to do that. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's the dump then. Time to flush that away and talk about what we've been playing. So, Chris, what have you been playing this week, matey? Oh, oh. James and I have a split on this one. Yes, we do. <clears throat> Money boys! Money boys! We've <laughs> been playing Eve Online. Yeah. Being a couple of miney boys, going out to the asteroid fields, picking a few little spots, and bzz, bzz, lasers all day, every day. I just sunk. Uh, I just sunk my collection from uh, yesterday and the day before, and I got like two mil. I've been solid pickup. I've been doing miney boy quests to get rep to do better yeah. miney boy quests. I haven't been doing the quests. I've just been like I've just been putting that on while I'm working on other stuff. But uh I gotta I gotta catch up on the quests. But yeah. Money boys Eve is a nice game to play, especially with the way we've been mining in areas where like you can have Eve on this screen and be playing or doing something else on this screen as you're being a miney boy. Yeah. Cause Eve can essentially be played with a with a mouse. Just a mouse. Ah, okay. It's like, oh no, I'm being attacked. Right click, dock. Okay, I'm warping away. What was I doing over here? I'm not saying I was advancing football manager while playing Eve, but... <laughs> I was an Excel sheet away from like having like all of the major spreadsheet games up at once. Wow. <laughs> that that is mega multitasking. Mm. Um Gio's also asking, but Chris, while you were mining, did you also craft? No. <laughs> no, we just miney boys. We ain't crafting here. We mighty boys. We, we ain't crafty boys, <laughs> we miney boys. <laughs> Maybe someday we crafty boys, but that ain't today. Right now we miney boys. <laughs> We're in the we're like in the MMO where you just see like the one level one character that just goes around and mines all of the low level ore and then sells it on the auction house because all the high level people realize oh shit we still need the low level ore for some shit and are willing to play exorbitant prices for it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so like twenty k units of pyrite. And like 100k of uh, what's it? So it was a solid, a solid set. Cool. Is that all you've been playing this week? Been yeah, pretty boys? much. Yeah. Mind a boy. <laughs> Mind a boy. <laughs> so apart from being a mighty boy, what have you been doing, James? Uh, I've been playing a lot of games. And by a lot of games, I mean actually two, besides some Eve. Um, right. Okay. Football Manager being one of them, which there's a special thing happening once we end the podcast proper. Uh, with the boys' permission, I am going to be premiering episode 132 of Corby Town today on Twitch from our YouTube. Because yeah, I, I mean, we've got to have a little bit to do as well, but yeah, we can do it. Yeah. No, I, we can we can keep the stuff muted while it plays, so don't worry. But because I want to, I want to be able to watch it with you guys, 
And uh, yeah, because it's a it's a kind of a cool thing that we did. And I want all you guys to see it. Also, I've been playing Days Gone. Ooh. What do you think? I I like it. I, I, I watched, I know the majority of the story because I watched somebody play through it when it came out. Right. But on PC, it plays really well on PC. And it looks so good. And and the thing is too, like I, I understand why people are like, it's a slow burn kind of a game. Like it takes a little bit before it really gets going. But as much as that people complain that that's a detriment, I think it actually works to the game in the long run because it really establishes like Deke's character and really makes the changes that he goes through throughout the game that much better. Um, do you think that the resource management could do a little tweaking or is that okay in your opinion? I'm okay with it because it's it's supposed to be a scarcity apocalyptic event. And like... Yeah. There have been plenty of times where I'm like, I have to manage bullets. Now, that being said, you can play with mouse and keyboard, which means aiming is a lot better. And I think that was a major problem with Days Gone when it was on the console is that like aiming was an issue. Now, I've got uncapped frame rate. I've got a mouse and keyboard aim, which I can control the sensitivity of. Right. And I have focus fire. Um I find that like I can handle majority of the situations and I don't, I'm not usually running out of ammo. And for me, like doing like, I recently just got to the, um, to the second camp. Yeah. Um, I just did all the ambush camps. I did it right. without starting combat. I went through nice. and I, I was a sneaky boy and I just murdered everybody stealthily. Nice. So like I, I, you know, you talk about like, oh, you have to manage like your bike being repaired and fuel and you also have to make sure you have enough things to make miles. I'm like, it, it, it's annoying sometimes, but it's never like been to the point where like, I think this is a detriment. It makes me have to think like, okay, I should go this route because I can stop at this gas station and get some fuel. And I think there'll be some scrap there in those cars that I can use to fix my bike or repair my melee weapon. You know, it makes you think a different way. Where it's just like, lol, get on Skyrim horse, let's go to bandit camp. And ultimately, like, those mechanics are kind of pale, because once again, I think the story is something to, to be say here. Also, it has one of the great, one of the greatest uh, deadpan lines in a video game, which is, you want me to weaponize Boozer? <laughs> So, yeah, Days Gone. It's been a lot of fun. And if I beat it, I'm counting it as a 2021 Game of the Year candidate because it came out on PC. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll take that. I wouldn't say no because, you know, uh, whereas myself, I haven't really played enough of a game from 2021 yet to, to count as a Game of the Year. Which is something because the only things I've sort of played in the past week are um, I played Snooker 19 yesterday, got through another match just barely, including me being dumb enough where I had to relearn maths really quickly um, because I thought the game was going to end sooner than it actually was. Um, 
Borderlands 2 DLC, Jim and myself are going through Dragon's Keep or close to Dragon's Keep as possible. Oh, now that 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 area that we're in is fucking huge and very maze-like. We we got lost. We didn't know where we were going. We had to like stumble upon it and go, ah, oh, oh, that, that's the way we go then, is it? Oh, great, fantastic. <laughs> um also, um my character my character wanted to punch our allies in the face. I didn't want to. Um but then Geo made me do it because <laughs> he didn't want to. <laughs> so it's like you're the leader, you're playing it. You know, oh okay then smack. <laughs> and then and also also there was a there's there was a side quest that you can do from a guy in this keep who's just randomly there. Um, it's like a shop and he's saying, right, we've got this amulet. We're after this amulet. If you can buy it from us, brilliant. And it's a trophy on, on PlayStation. I was just literally about to press for the shop, not, not punch him or hit him. Right. And I'm saying to Gio, oh, this is a trophy bit. Wait there. Gio doing, doing, doing stuff, normal stuff is out fighting monsters in this. He's out fighting them. And these monsters, once you kill them. Their, their heads turn into like flaming skulls and they fly at you. One flew at me while I was talking to this guy and hit him first, so it counted as a punch. So, fuck. <laughs> Timing, you just couldn't... You just couldn't... You know, you, you couldn't make it up. You couldn't plan it any better than this. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun playing it, playing that with Geo. Um there are some really genuinely funny moments in that still. And um I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to getting on to number three, hopefully in the next week or two. Uh, played some more brutal sports football on, on the, the Evercade, you know, where injury time means just that. Um struggling still on a set of Corsa. This time I am at Silverstone. I am in a BMW and I have to try and beat a time of two minutes twenty-five seconds. Now as James will back me up on this one, shaving time off a lap time can be really frustrating if you get lines wrong and you think you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because like it, it, it's not bad at the beginning of a lap, but yeah. at the end of a lap where you've had like the first two sectors good and you just miss your line on like that third sector and like you just watch that, that Delta just go. Yeah, it's a real heartbreaker. Now, the good thing is, um, I did start about five, six seconds off the pace in this. Um, and that was with a, a custom setup looked at beforehand to try and think, you know what, if I do this, if I do this now, I can get better, quicker, and we can move forward from four. Nope. Didn't work, did it? Did not work in the slightest. However, I've done a couple of bits offline, um, been more practicing then, and I've got it down to about 1.4 seconds off so i'm getting there it is close i can feel it ready to just burst through to get a bronze <laughs> um and then i played some medieval the old remastered a classic ps1 game which is daniel fortescue and the only downside i would say that i'll say about that game is if you get to let's say a boss fight 
and you lose, you have to restart the entire level. Oh. But that's old school style. Yep. And and then finally, I played a game, a started game called Bit Evolution, which um, I think Chris, you might enjoy. And it's a pl- it's a platform. Um, and it travels through, let's say, like 8-bit, 16-bit, 32-bit. So the graphics do change as you go. It's fairly mm-hmm. simple, but the soundtrack is amazing. And it rips the piss out of things like Mario and, you know, uh, other other games from Nintendo's era. And it's on the store. I think it's on the store for about 10 bucks, but maybe slightly cheaper now. But it's good. Really good. So that's all I've been playing. Um, so shout outs and pimp outs. Do we have any shout outs or pimp outs? Hi, chat. How are you? Mm-hmm. We love you. Um, like I said, after the uh, after the podcast today proper, I have it queued up where it'll be playing as a video. So if you guys want to stay and watch a very pivotal moment in Corby Town football manager history, stick around. The video will show up on YouTube later. But yeah, there's a lot of editing went into this one. And that's that's so, all yeah. the shoutouts I got. Do you have any Chris? Hmm shout out to uh we'll throw one of the cosmic gamers over there, uh, just good friends. Well in that case. I've been Lord Team Maker. That has been the coffee night. And once again, this cinnamon mochaccino has been James. So we will steal in my stealing my thing. That's fine. <laughs> yep. All right, everybody. Well, this is the proper end. And then we're gonna go to the podcast. So we're gonna do like a quick stream end so that James knows where to put the recording stop in for editing. So until then, bye-bye.